season two. Welcome back to episode three, season two of 808s and Hot Takes, the podcast that talks about music and what happens inside of a radio station. Today we have a very special guest with us. She is the station manager of WMLN 91.5. Her name is Haley. She has her own new radio show on the station. It happened last night. What was it? Nine to eleven. Seven to nine. Seven to nine. Haley, introduce yourself. Talk about what you do and why you like radio. Well, you know, I could get into a lot of things, but my name is Haley. Hello, I am station manager here at WMLN. I was operations director here at WMLN, and you know, I'm just loving it. I came into radio by mistake. Did not mean to be here, but I love it, and I'm in way too deep now. So, you know, I'm also the last philosophy major graduating from Curry College. Would you say it's the worst or best mistake? You know, it could it could go either way, but I'm going to I'm going to say on today, for today it was the best mistake I've made. Well, uh, I'm not sure if well, our listeners can't see it, but if you did hear that, that was a tear falling out of my eye. <laughs> One single very dramatic, but it's okay. We're, we're all here for the emotions. So, Haley, you're not a communication major. I am. Yeah, you are. Oh, you are. You're, I'm you're a double, double major. I'm a double you're major. Double major. Yes, um, sir. Did you think of going into radio when you were like, I'm going to be a communication major? Well, I was radio first, communications major after. Ah, so you added it. Yeah, I was convinced later, like, hey, this doesn't make sense. You're a philosophy major, and you're so involved in radio because I was in way too deep. You know, I thought it would be best if I just decided to be a communications major. I could have done a communications minor, but we don't play. So here we are. Now, why did you keep the philosophy major? Because it's so fun. (laughs) It's so interesting. It's so fun to think. You like to test your morals and your ethical I like to think about my morals. I don't need to test them. I like to contemplate them. I like to think about it. I like to know things. Brandon is drawing a bird right now. It's a pretty good bird. It is. Um, What kind? Purple. Uh, We have crayons in this um, room for some reason. Can can uh, I draw a chicken? No. Thank you. What color? No, Um, I want blue. Well, we have some... There, there's a color here called uh, orchid. Oh, th- mine just yeah. no. A- mine just says blue, but then this one says apricot. Do you have any favorite songs that talk about colors, like color songs? Um, are those a thing? You know, Purple Rain. That's a good oh, yeah, blue. Okay, go. Blue there Moon. Blue okay. Moon. That's another. Um, Blue Suede Shoes. That's another. Blue World is a song by Mac Miller. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, for me, it's uh, I like the song Red Before Black. Yeah, I bet. I can't say I know it. I'm sorry. Haley, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Well, it depends. Uh, say you're... Yeah, give me a scenario. Hey, um, you're in your suite, and you're just relaxing, and you just want to listen to music, and you're on your phone. I'm definitely listening to probably James Taylor. If it's just me alone in my room. Yeah. But if I'm on aux, I can't be playing that. Why not? 
because I'd get the weirdest looks. <laughs> that's not something people can vibe to, you know? I guess that's true. You don't think James Taylor is like a vibe? Like, to I what, think like the it is. general audience? No. Not to the general audience. So, you know, if let's just say it was. Yeah. To the general audience, where would you be playing it now? What would your universe look like? My universe would be very colorful. Um, it'd be very interesting. Um, I feel like I would still play it. And if there were n- no societal judgments on me, I would be playing James Taylor all the time. Or John Denver. I'm also a big John Denver fan. It's safe music. Well, do you think uh, people need to rise up and start maybe expressing and playing their music so there's and get out of that um, you know, discrimination yes. against music and other genres? Yes, I do. I, I feel like people should be open-minded and not just listen to what's cool today. Because sometimes it makes me want to put my head through a wall. But right. So next time you get an aux, you're going to put on some of your music instead of conforming to them. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> if I have no taste. friends after, <laughs> we'll know why. So you have a new radio show. I sure do. What is it called? It's called The Haley Show. The Haley Show, nice yep. and simple. Yep. From 7 to 9 on uh, two, on Wednesdays. Yep. And what is that show about? What do you do? That show is uh, just a stream of consciousness. Um, <laughs> you just talk nonstop? You know, it's just I go on one thought, mm-hmm. and then I see where it goes. <laughs> you know, I, I have broad outlines of what I want to talk about, and we play jazz. Yeah. We have a nice, good time. We, we have a live studio audience. Oh. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's just me and them. It's, a, it's like a chill session where you just listen to calming music. Yes, and it's very calming. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's nice. If you were to, you know, think of a color that best represents your show, what color would that be? Apricot. Why? Why such a harsh color? Oh. I, I'd say it has more of soft connotations Is around it. a harsh color? Well, I guess uh, we have two very different upbringings then. <laughs> you know, uh, we must. But I, I will respect your opinion only in this room during this recording. But until then, we will fight. Oh, it's a hill I'll die on. I, I respect it. I'm almost done with my chicken. Yeah? It's looking what, pretty uh, good. What kind of chicken is it? It's a uh, red chicken. It is? Jeez. What do you mean, what kind of chicken? I didn't realize there were different breeds. Is it a dinosaur chicken? Nope. <laughs> Throwback to is it a T-Rex? The last episode where we discussed how chickens are uh, genetically related to T-Rexes. They sure are. Most most dinosaurs actually look like birds because feathers cannot be preserved in fossils. Most of them probably had feathers and also probably squawked or made clucking noises as do birds. Well, there you go. You there know, we go. You guys called me crazy last episode. You're like, you're psycho. I, you're a mess. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're a crazy person. <laughs> I had like, some doubts. Real? I had some doubts because you do say some very unbelievable things sometimes. So I, I wanted to what? look it up, and I okay. wanted to make sure that it wasn't just you joking around. Here you go. It's also crazy that the technically, like, one of, and this is like, we're talking about the crustacean period. 
like some of the animals that survive that are like horseshoe crabs. Uh, 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 isopods. Isopods also. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people don't realize also like uh, tadpoles as well. Those little critters you see in uh, ponds, swamps, and bogs, um, you know, were wiggling around a few billion years ago. As you can tell, Haley and Brandon Baddock are uh, big fish people and know a lot about fish. A lot about uh, most things. <laughs> Which, you know, you kind of have to in this day and age. Yeah, you need all the knowledge you can get. You never know when it's going to come up, all these crustaceous period talks and evolutionary <laughs> talks. So, Haley, you drew this chicken. I did. You saw it. Who is popping out an egg. Yep. It just happened. Her name is Reba? Yep. Reba the chicken. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> I, I don't I don't this is the first coloring segment that we've had on the podcast. How do you feel? I feel great. I'm yeah. having a great time. <laughs> you're like you're like the David Letterman of podcasts. Me? Yeah. Why? Why like is that? Just like the chemistry and like the um the questions. I like to come prepared. I'm here for it. I'm, I mean, I obviously, like, I'm here for it. Sometimes I'm like Haley, and I like to start talking and just see where things go. And sometimes I have a plan. Is there, is there something <laughs> wrong with what I do? No. Is there no. gossip? What? Is there drama? No. Okay. Haley, if there's any drama, you're the one that starts it. <laughs> <laughs> Ex- excuse me. I do no such thing. Well, I think it's time to... Uh What's it? What's the saying? Ruffle some feathers and really crack the egg open on if there's any, any beef. Are we are we gonna break Between some bread together? <laughs> you know, we'll sell this after the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, Haley, you are a junior. I am. Uh, you have one more year left. Mm. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do next year at the radio station when we're gone? You know, just batten down the hatches. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna. So I'm gonna sure swab the poop deck and hoist the sails and go to the starboard board and just go. Um, no, I, honestly, you guys are gonna be missed. Um, it's gonna be a rough transition just because most of our directors are leaving. Uh, most, I, I mean, all, all of our directors are leaving. So it's, uh, definitely gonna be chaotic training new people but if you guys choose some very good people that i think you have oh, yeah. i feel pretty confident and you know you guys are good about training people and doing all that stuff and being good leaders for the people who will replace you yeah i think uh i think this year and even when me and brandon were uh coordinators in the music department we were always looking for the next people to step up as I think you should. we have done a good job of that, and I think that we chose the right people. I think that, um, I think that Mike is a great fit in the coordinator position, and I think that once we leave, um, I think that he'll be able to. I hope that he'll be able to take this over and and lead it in a way that will make us proud, and that will make him proud. We'll be back with more 808s and hot takes. Enjoy the smooth jazz.
Welcome back to 808s and Hot Takes, and we are moving on to our next subject, the subject of movies, biopics, any type of movie that involves music or a band. Some of these movies are uh, The Dirt, that uh, covers Motley Crue. Thank you. I went. The Eagles. Yeah. Um, Rocket Man, Elton John. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody Queen. Yep. Uh, Yesterday, the Beatles. <laughs> that was not a biopic. Yesterday, the Beatles. Oh, God. That was one of the greatest music movies I've ever seen in my life. Incredible. You like, Ed Sheeran was in that one. But you have not seen Footloose. When I, when I saw that movie and the girl went up to him and he's in the hospital and he's like, will you take care of me when I'm 64? And she goes, huh? And walks away. I'm like, something isn't right here. Something's wrong in this universe. And who knew? It was the Beatles just never existed. That was the whole point. And he stole all their music. And he wrote all yeah. their music because he remembered it and he got famous. And that was the whole premise of the movie. And then Ed Sheeran was in it for a hot minute. Yeah. And he was like a villain. I have no idea if he was or I worked the movie. I never watched <laughs> you it. You never saw it? Nope. <laughs> So well, it was trash. So it was you not. saved yourself. Yeah, it was like I would give it like four stars. I had free tickets, and I didn't even waste a free ticket on it. Oh, I'll be honest. I actually like it's starting to grow on me a little bit. Like, yeah, I the concept is good, and I like the concept the, of the it. The concept's great. I think the characters are really well written and like really develop over time. I think the soundtrack's great. It's the Beatles. Well, yeah, it's a really awesome story. I think. The ending's really cool, and I think it, it you know really ties it together. You know what? I actually really do like this movie. <laughs> I'm, glad we, can't, I'm glad we had this epiphany. <laughs> I still can't believe that you haven't seen Footloose. No, I, I haven't. I... You yell at me earlier because I went to go to my class, and I look on the TV, and it's like, it's like zooming up on, like, shoes and stuff and you I'm thought like, it was a music video was it like an unboxing what what are we no. talking about footloose. <laughs> <laughs> what no so i had put footloose on because i had gotten out of class and i have only one class today um brandon was uh getting ready to go to class and he saw that the beginning of footloose is everyone dancing but it's a yes. close-up of their shoes yes yeah i know what you're thought yes it was a music video of people, that's people fair. Dancing. That's fair. Yeah, because it was music and it was just like dancing. A very, I'm like, yeah. this is such a like a '90s music video I'm, I'm watching. But I just I don't know. I feel like a foot. Uh, I feel like a Footloose. I feel like Footloose is a movie that everyone should see. I, I agree. Like it's a classic. It's a good one. Why? Because it's it just has such an insane storyline. And if you watched it now, like, people in our generation and the generations that are younger than us, like, could never imagine this happening. But to the older generation, when church was such a big thing and was part of everyone's life, like, that, that's why it was so classic and so good for them. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, was based it hit home. Religion and how to work it in. To your regular day. Yeah, it, it's going to be difficult watching it for the first time because it feels like 
it, it's like eating a five star burger and then you saying you should check out McDonald's. You know, that's the thing with, you know, yesterday the premise was fantastic. <laughs> I think just the idea of it in like a world where like the most influential band that's ever existed doesn't exist. So you know? is 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 like Kevin Bacon, uh, John Lennon of Footloose. Is is that is what Kevin we're? Kevin Bacon in Footloose. Yes, he's the main character. Oh yeah, it's a bioptic yeah, about yeah, yeah. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> you pointed, you pointed out another actor that was in uh, it. John Cleese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I actually do think um, Footloose is a, a really cool movie because uh, you know you have uh, uh, um, the. <laughs> You know, kids back then, like you were saying, have were suppressed by the media, the uh, uh, the church, and this kind of puts it in a interesting situation where it's not really attacking them, but it really puts it in perspective on like, you know, we're just having fun, we're not hurting anybody. It's just music. It's just dancing. There's no satanic. You know, undertones, just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it's it's evil, you know, and it really just, like, showed a whole generation that, like, it's okay. What was your favorite scene in the movie, Badek, if you feel yeah. so um, deeply? My favorite scene was the beginning where they're in the church, because that's the only part of the movie I've seen. A footloose? <laughs> yeah, footloose. Yeah, that's when he walked out. He, he, <laughs> he pointed out the preacher and the actor who plays the preacher, and then he walked and went to class. Have you ever seen... So that's the favorite. Yes, that's the only part that he's well, seen. I, that's the, my favorite part of the movie because that's the only part of the movie I've seen. Yeah. I kind of yeah, like yeah. the intro better, though. Of everyone's feet? I, well, it's not, not like a weird thing, but it's like just like the, how it's like the um, uh, how it's choreographed. Mm -hmm. I think that was cool. And like the music and stuff, and it was very 90s. But the church scene, it really didn't do anything for me because I... Like, they were just all sitting in church, and the preacher, and I think we were having a conversation, so I didn't really hear anything. Mm -hmm. um, but so far, I give the movie, like, um, maybe, like, a 74%. Okay. Out of that one scene. And well, the intro. Well, I have to. Yeah. So, know. 74. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think that Falouse is a classic movie. Not the remake. The original. I think it is wow. a classic. The remake? Yes. Oh, yeah, we, we <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> yeah, they... Um, the Julianne Hough? They redid it, and... What year? I think the, the new one was in 2011. Was it 11? Yeah. Huh. Uh, the original was in 1984. Yeah. Wasn't the remake better, though? No. Let, let's just watch the whole movie. You can watch both the new, <laughs> the old one and the new one back-to-back, -back, and then you give us next week... Give us uh, a rundown of what you think. All right, I, I will. <laughs> um, moving on, biopics. These movies depict what uh, it was like to be in a band and to be that band back when they were touring, how they got together, the backstory of how your favorite band became famous. Do they... Uh, do they stay close to the actual storyline? Do you think that The Dirt and that Bohemian Rhapsody um, and The Wall stay true to 
the uh the band and the actual story of how everything happened. Um like like yeah. Um well, not maybe not really. <laughs> Cuz I know in Bohemian Rhapsody when <laughs> such a terrible like <laughs> interviewee even though I'm not really getting interviewed, but like I'm yeah. terrible at answering questions. <laughs> well, I actually know, I've changed I know my mind. <laughs> Mid sentence. <laughs> I know that, uh, like in it's our actually suite, my we've favorite had, movie. In our suite, we've had the talk about how Bohemian Rhapsody skips the part where Queen makes an album between them getting back together and them playing Live Aid. Well, yeah, and then when he talks about AIDS, yeah. they didn't find out until like a few days before he died. Yeah. Or was it a few days? It was. It was. It was close. Yeah, they knew because he was ill. You know, it's yeah. not like it's not like he went in to get a checkup. Oh yeah, and, and he's, they're know. just like, oh, you yeah. got it, buddy. Well, and, and then someone like whistled to him at the door or whatever. But yeah, it, it's there was also like there was a feud between Queen. There was never a feud between the band. They were always very tight. You know, there's like Freddie Mercury doing his own solo stuff and all these. Everyone in Queen. And the Brian drummer May. went to another band, right? I don't think so. Maybe he did. Mm. But uh, I know they all kind of did their own stuff. And they it was all in, like, you know, mutual, like, you know, fun, I guess. Like, no one was really pressured under each other. There was no contract. There was no tension. You know, they were just taking a break from Queen for a little bit. So they were just doing some of their own stuff. Uh, but it's a movie. So you have to make it interesting. Yeah, yes. exactly. And that's where it comes from, where it's like, you know, movies, they're meant to, like, sell, and they're meant to people to, like, get into them and enjoy them. It's not supposed to be a learning lesson movie. It's supposed to be a, I like band, so I'm going to go watch it, you know? And people want drama, and people want tension, and that's why they kind of, implement that element into a lot of these movies yeah it's all about entertainment didn't they go on tour while their movie was like just coming out i think they did a tour with adam lambert oh yeah i was i actually saw it oh i saw them live i i almost killed to go like i wanted to go so bad because i'm such a fan of adam lambert and i wanted to go so bad fantastic like he's no Freddie mercury and he's not trying to be but his range is incredible. I voted for him on American Idol. Me too. <laughs> Bet. Um, but it was, it was really good because, like you're right, he's his own person. And that's why I like, you know, we're like a uh, member leaves, so they try to get a clone of that member. And it's just so. It doesn't work. Um, yeah, it's, it's so, like, dumb and stupid because it's, it's like just a band. It's like know? replacing the dead fish with a similar fish, even though you know it's not the same fish. But yeah, mom and dad are just like. Here's Reggie, and it's not <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> just just get, like, a different fish or a guinea pig or some change it up a little bit. Yeah, because the guinea pig's going to be a guinea pig in its own way. It's not going to try and be a fish. Yeah, exactly. And what? it might add some more. You're not following this? No, we were talking about movies, and now we're talking about pets? Nick, for the it's folks a metaphor. Home, can you explain what a guinea pig is? A guinea pig is a rodent that I do not want in the suite. Where, where, does, where do they come from? Where are they known to be from? I don't know. Where? South America. Really? Yeah. They're from South America. Spain, Peru. Where do you wow. think they were from? New Guinea? I thought they were just... But they eat them there. They roast them. That's why. They sell them on the street. Why would you tell me that? Well, it's truth. You're going to find out one day or another. Oh, my God. They also eat dogs in uh, um, Cambodia? the Arctic. 
know. They eat seals. Why are you looking at me? It's like confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> they, they eat the dogs of the Arctic, right? Yeah. Um, For the folks at home. Did you take a is history class? Me? No. Oh. Uh, what is a band that you would like to see them make a biopic of? Aerosmith. Uh, Black Sabbath. That would be that would be a good one too. Um, I'd say Mayhem, but they already made a biopic on Mayhem, and it sucks. It's bad. So would you want them to remake it? Yeah. The right way? Mm Mm-hmm. It's the band where, like, the singer kills himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the one where they use him as the album cover? And they use his body as the album cover of the next one, and it got censored and stuff. That's kind of iconic. Like, that's uh, terrible, but that's iconic. Yeah, and the the guitarist stabs... uh, one of the founding members of the band 23 times casual in self-defense yeah casual <laughs> like twice in the head and it's like like he like in court it's under self-defense it's like you stabbed him 23 times so would you make that like a 30 minute part of the movie or would you only make it like a two minute like oh yeah he got stabbed and would just glaze it? it over no i, I think like <laughs> i think i would how i would do it is i would kind of make it where it's not like exactly what happened, or I believe in biopics when it's something that you're not sure if it happened or not. It should in the filmmaking you should like, you know, the whole thing with anonymous and uh, Euronymous, thats his name, uh, Euronymous and uh, uh, Varg. Um, I think the two stabbings because Varg has a YouTube channel and he talks about it a lot, and he'll be like, "Oh, I stabbed him. Like he attacked me and tried to tase me." Like I, I feel like. I would love to, if I was ever to make that movie, I'd kind of make it where the viewer has to interpret it. Yeah, it so wouldn't not just straightforward. Yeah. The guy stabbing him, because in the in the biopic that came out, Varg like goes to his apartment, and he, the guy quit mayhem, and he like cut his hair, and he's like, I'm like, you know, I'm like thinking about starting college and stuff, and he's like this, and then Varg like just stabs him a bunch of times, and he's like crawling for the door, he's like help. And he makes chocolate milk and then just drinks it and kills him. And it's just like so, uh, so just like, like that's not at all what happened. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like it would be more of a storytelling rather than just like, oh, we got stabbed. And I feel like I would definitely watch that, you know, interpret was it self defense or was it just over a haircut? Would you? <laughs> like most things. So. Was this um, stabbing brought into court and everything? Like, yeah, I don't know the specifics of it, but Varg was like on trial, and there's, and he also was on trial for arson because they burned five churches down. Would you include that in the movie? Oh, of course, I would. It would be a montage, though. Yeah, it would be like the end where it would be playing like some Billy Joel song, and it would be cutting all the characters where they are now. Yeah, like the character on one side and the actor that played them on the other. But with, like, the churches burning in the back. (laughs) It'd be like, what's that Billy Joel song? Like, My Life? Is that what it's called? You could do Vienna. (laughs) (laughs) Vienna waits for you. (laughs) Because there's this this part where this thing, because I've seen it, because it's, like, it's on YouTube, the, like, trial of it. Mm -hmm. And Varg's there. And he's just sitting there, and then he looks at the camera and like smirks and looks away. And it's so like like Ted Bundy. So would you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you include the 
trial, the actual trial that happened. Like the footage? Would you include that footage just as the credits were going through? That'd be sick. That'd be like we cut and then, yeah, that'd be so cool because like it used some real found footage because there's footage of like they rented a cabin and there's footage of like them with old video cameras just recording each other doing stuff. Play some old clips as the credits are going through. Yeah, and they make them in the movie look like just like teenagers who are just like like emo and trying to be edgy, but like they were like pretty terrible, evil people. <laughs> Not just like like the amount of churches they burned down and like you know, someone killed a guy also. It, it was just like a mess. Pretty hardcore. So Haley, why <laughs> just gonna move What's on. your favorite kind of flower? No. <laughs> So why Aerosmith? Uh, just because you know the the I feel like it they've uh done some interesting things mm-hmm. um on their tours and I feel like that's a big part of biopics is when they go on tour that's like a big chunk of the movie. Um, I feel like that would be interesting to see. It would be interesting to see them like how they were because I knew they played Dedham High back in the seventies when they were like brand new and tickets were like two bucks really and stuff like that. They were Playing at high schools. Yeah. And so it'd be interesting to see them, like, just see a whole biopic. And I especially want to see who would play Steven Tyler. Because who would you get? Now, honestly, I would get the guy who, um, I would get the actor who played, um, the singer in the dirt. Oh, Vince? Yeah. Huh. The actor that played Vince. Okay. I think. To play who? Steven Steven Tyler. Tyler. He'd need to be a little taller, though. I don't know. That's all editing. I, I guess. <laughs> Let's just wearing, edit some legs tall, onto this boy. Wearing tall shoes. Um, shoot, what was I going to I, I lost my train of thought. I'm not going to lie. Sorry. Um, oh, uh, would you want the members of Aerosmith included in producing this movie and writing this movie? Yeah. Or do you think that... When a artist or a band gets involved, they try to hide the ugly parts. Well, no, I feel like they've been for the most part, as far as we know, they've been pretty open. They there's like they wrote a whole book and stuff like that. I I think it's very important to have the band be involved because then people are just going off of press and you know other accounts that has probably been skewed. And you know, I I, I don't know. I feel like it would be beneficial to have them. Because they'd be like, I didn't wear my hair like that. I wore it like this. Or something like that. Mm. <laughs> Do you think that an Aerosmith biopic would look something like Elton John's where it's a musical? N- I I wouldn't mind it. I really liked Elton <laughs> John's uh, Rocket Man. I really liked that aspect because it was just a dip into his psyche, which was the whole thing. Yeah. And it was really cool. And if cool. you think of Elton John, you think of the big costumes. Exactly. So if you're going to do a biopic on someone like that, you have to do a musical. Exactly. It needs to be showman. uh, I think that if they did that with, like, Bohemian Rhapsody, I don't think it would have worked as well. Yeah, but I feel like if it's just Steven Tyler talking and all of a sudden he kicks down a desk and starts singing, (laughs) you know, I feel like that would be pretty cool. But that's just, you know, me. What's y'all opinions? Uh, I think, first of all, with the Elton John uh, biopic, it was so awkward for me because I saw it with my parents and grandma and I sat between my grandma and my mom 
because uh, it's I I didn't realize how R rated it was. It's not that know? bad. Yeah. But maybe maybe when you're sitting next to your grandma, things become a little bit more risque. Yeah, it's just like some of the scenes in it. Also, depending um, on how strong the your older generation's belief is. On yes. Things. Yeah, like 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 my they like my family's fine, um, and I didn't, I didn't mind that. It's just a funny comment, but I think it was like pretty good. Like I had no really problems with it. I'm not too crazy about Elton John's music. Um, like it's good. I've just heard it so much. Yeah. And it's like I'm done. Yeah. Uh, but it was pretty good. It was like honestly like one of the more solid biopics because it was very like factual. And the casting was incredible. They exactly, they really yeah. got the actor down. Did yeah. you know that the actor that played Ellen John um sung every song in the oh. movie? No, I didn't. Every song that is in the movie um None of it was Ellen. Huh. It was all the actor. That's pretty cool. Um, I did not know that. And I, when I found that out, I was like, that's a that's a good thing to have an actor to play a singer, but also to sing as well. Well, close. Rami Malek would never. No. I mean, no one, no <laughs> one can, no one can replicate um, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. No. Um, un, un, undoable. Simply but, cannot happen. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's it for this episode of 808s and Hot Takes. Yes. Any last words, Haley? Eat your vegetables. Any last words, Baddock? Um, not today. That's been 808s and Hot Takes. Peace. All right!